tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boostbytaxday to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. It's August 14th. I'm Brian Dean Wright, former CIA operations officer, and this is The Wright Report. Hey, good day to you, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The Right Report, your daily news podcast. I've got a special brief for you today that is shaping America and the world. One year ago this week, Joe Biden signed something called the Inflation Reduction Act, which ultimately had nothing to do with inflation, as Mr. Biden now acknowledges himself. And instead, it had everything to do with changing the way that we power the United States. And here was the promise made last year. America would deficit spend $369 billion to phase out oil, coal, and natural gas, and we would replace all of that stuff with green, clean energy from solar panels and wind turbines and batteries. Plus, there were billions more dollars to force consumers and automobile manufacturers to ditch those cars that were powered by gas and diesel and instead adopt electric vehicles. And by doing all of that, or so the argument went, America would save the world, or at least do our part, as that new clean green stuff would drive down our carbon dioxide emissions by at least 40% and ultimately reverse climate change. Well, in the midst of all those claims made both a year ago and even still the last couple of weeks, in fact, there was and is still a problem. You see, Green energy, it's not really green. It's not clean, nor is it renewable. Now, all this week, we are going to talk about why that is. It's a five-part series on the dirty secrets of this energy revolution. And by the time we're done, I think you will understand why we should really be calling it dirty green energy. Now, before we begin, two important things. First, this five-part series is not ultimately designed to denigrate solar, wind, batteries, and electric vehicles as possibilities or even important in some cases. Rather, the goal is to scrutinize this new form of energy in the exact same way that we do with oil and gas and coal. In other words, hold it to the same standards. And by doing so, I think you all are going to have a much more balanced sense of the pros and cons of this energy revolution and have the facts and data to share with friends and family and policymakers about whether this $369 billion worth of deficit spending was ultimately smart. And speaking of, we are going to be covering a lot of facts and data this week. For my paid subscribers, good news for you all. You are going to have access to all the transcripts for these shows, and that'll offer up uh, some hyperlinks to all the sources that I'm using. And I think that's going to be pretty helpful for all of your conversations with friends and family and policymakers. And if you're not a paid subscriber, well, you can be. Just go to writereport.substack.com, sign up, or... If you get a little bit confused and trying to find it, go to the show uh, notes for today's show, and that will take you right to that link. All right, with that, let's get started. 
So here it is, my friends, episode one of our five-part series, beginning with solar energy. And let's start with a thought experiment. All right, I want you to imagine that you are in your front yard or you are looking up at your condo building and on top of your roof, you see solar panels. But what you don't see are all of the guts that make up those panels or how those guts got there. So we are going to do something a little risky. Get your ladders. We're going we're gonna to go up on the roof and grab our wrenches and start taking this panel apart. And to help us understand exactly what we're seeing, I want us to think about an analogy, right? It's something that we all understand, and that is baking bread, all right? That is going to help us understand this solar world that sometimes can be a little bit confusing. So thinking about bread, right? we all know that you can bake different types of bread, you know, white, wheat, or my favorite, sourdough. Well, solar panels are a little bit like that with one type of panel that is the most common. It's called the crystalline silicon. And that makes up 85% of the world's supply or type of solar panels. Now, the other 15% is mostly from something called thin film. And we'll come back to that in a later episode. But folks, what we really need to understand is how important it is that 85% of the world's solar panels are of this crystalline silicon variety. Because that is what makes solar panels very, very dirty. Here's why. The key ingredient of these solar panels is something called polysilicon. So thinking of our analogy, it, it's kind of like the bread dough, right? And you make it through a very complex, very energy intensive, and sometimes dangerous process. It's called the Siemens process, named after a German company. Now, I won't bore you with the intricate details of making this polysilicon dough, but, but here's what you should know. It takes a lot of energy and scientific know-how to do it. And for a long time, that meant that only European and American companies knew how to do it well. In fact, it was a trade secret. And because of that, these uh, uh, countries uh, in Europe and the United States, well, they dominated the creation of polysilicon, in other words, the solar panels. Well, in the early 2000s, the country of China decided that they wanted to get into the market, but they needed that secret polysilicon process. So, hmm, how to get it? Well, in the year 2006, they got it. An Italian company who had a guy who worked in America at a solar uh, outfit, he signed a deal with a Chinese company called the Dequan Group. And this Italian man, by doing so, he turned over the secrets for cash. And by doing so, he turned over the entire solar industry to China. And to understand why, my goodness, you have to understand three other critically important ingredients beyond this secret polysilicon recipe. First, China had cheap financing. All to these countries around the world, very cheap to buy their stuff. Second, China had very cheap electricity and very cheap labor. Now, to help us understand those last two, the cheap electricity and cheap labor, let's dive into something, well, that we love to do here on The Right Report. Let's grab our maps on our phones or computers or in our minds. And I want us to take a look at the far western region of China. It's called Xinjiang, right? And this place has two things in abundance. First, coal-fired electricity plants. Folks, some of the greatest concentration of both coal and coal-fired electricity plants are in Xinjiang, which gives that region a key advantage to all the other places in the world, especially for energy-intensive industries for, like, solar panels. 
Second, Xinjiang has cheap labor. And by that, I mean slaves. These are folks who I am so sorry to say live in concentration camps. Right? They are a group of people called the Uyghurs. They're an ethnically different group from others in China. They look different. They have a distinct culture and they are Muslim as compared to the rest of the otherwise atheist Chinese people. And because of those differences between the Uyghurs and the rest of the Chinese people, plus the Uyghurs' past refusal to be governed by the communists in Beijing, well, the leaders of that communist nation decided to lock these people up. So, because Xinjiang has all that cheap energy and that cheap labor, plus the secret polysilicon process, well, my goodness, the solar industry took off like a rocket ship. Although I should say this region, not only are they great with solar panels because of these key ingredients, they also produce all kinds of stuff from clothing to Christmas decorations, actually, all that comes from Xinjiang. But the point is this, over the past 20 years, China came to dominate the solar panel supply chain, starting with that dough, that polysilicon. In fact, data show that China now controls about 80% of the world's supply of polysilicon. But that's just the first step in creating a solar panel, right? Mixing up that first initial polysilicon dough. All right, to continue with our analogy, we have to move on to the next step of the baking process. We got to cook our dough and create a loaf. Well, in the world of solar panels, that loaf is called an ingot, right? From there, we slice our loaf into slices of bread, as it were. In other words, our ingot gets sliced up and we get something called wafers. Well... China has taken over that too. They control 95% of the world's wafer supplies. All right, next step. We then manufacture those wafers a little bit more and ultimately through a somewhat complicated process, we get individual solar cells. But here too, China dominates. 85% of the world's solar cells come from China. So finally, if we think about our slices of bread or now the solar cells and our process of creating these solar panels, well, we can now start to make the actual panel itself that we see out on, say, a roof or on a building, right? And we do this by setting those cells side by side, kind of like setting pieces of bread side by side on a big sheet. And then we squish it all together, glue it together, and we create solar modules or panels. But here again, in this last step, when we create solar modules or the panels that we might recognize, there's still a China problem. Around 75% of the world's modules or panels, those are created in China too. In other words, folks, before we ever install that solar panel on a roof or in a solar farm, we have a very dirty problem. And to recap it, we have coal-fired electricity, Powering manufacturing facilities that are run by slaves who are forced to live in concentration camps by the Chinese government, which, just as a quick reminder, is America's greatest national security threat. And ladies and gentlemen, taken together, that is why most of the world's solar panels are not green. They are not clean. In fact, they are very, very dirty. Now, to be fair, Joe Biden's Inflation Reduction Act, well, it's a whole bunch of money, $369 billion, to fix this problem. And to be fair, again, there has been a bit of progress on that front over the past year. For instance, there's an Arizona company called First Solar. They're expanding production of some of those thin film panels that I mentioned earlier that don't require Chinese inputs. 
There's also a Korean company that's building an entire solar supply chain in Dalton, Georgia. But even still, Bloomberg NEF released a report in July of 2023 saying that even with all this progress over the past year, that is not going to be enough to break China's stranglehold on the industry. In fact, it's going to take decades longer, even with that $369 billion. And ultimately, what this report found was that we just can't compete with China's cheap electricity and concentration camp labor. So the bottom line, ladies and gentlemen, is that from the moment a solar panel is born in this world, it has a very nasty case of dirty green energy. And that ain't going to change for a long time to come. Oh, but we are not done with how dirty this industry really is. It gets much worse. But before we get to that, let's take a quick break. For my paid subscribers on rightreport.substack.com, no ads for you. Instead, you get transcripts with all the sources to the data that I just mentioned. For everybody else, don't worry. We'll be uh, right back very, very shortly. As always, remember that if you don't hear my voice telling you about a product or a service, then I do not endorse it. We'll be right back. Folks, if you're looking to diversify your investments, I have something for you to consider. It's called Masterworks, and here's what they do. They purchase modern art by famous creators like Picasso, and then they qualify it with the SEC and sell shares of that art to investors like us. Now, eventually, they sell that piece of art. It's called an exit. And when that happens, investors like you and me, we get a portion of the sale. And their record, ladies and gentlemen, is pretty impressive. Last month, they had exits with returns of 10 to 35%. Now, this concept is relatively new, but not to the 780,000 members who have joined and invested. Meanwhile, Masterworks has also been written up in Forbes and Financial Times, which, by the way, you should read those articles because I did. And I decided that for my long-term investments, Masterworks fits for me. Now, will it be for you? Well, here's how you decide. Go to masterworks.com slash right report and you will get priority access for a personal interview where the staff will help you decide if Masterworks fits for you. So again, go to masterworks.com slash right report. Again, that's W-R-I-G-H-T. And as you sign up for that interview, folks, you can also read through their disclosures. Pretty good stuff. Masterworks.com slash CD. So all in all, folks, I think that you are going to be quite impressed with Masterworks and what they offer to investors. So one more time, go to masterworks.com, write report, because at the end of the day, I think you will be glad you did. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Welcome back to The Right Report. Today we are exploring solar panels as a part of our five-part series on, well, what some people call green energy. But as we just covered, solar panels are not really that green at all. In fact, they're pretty dirty, controlled by Chinese communists and slave labor and coal-fired plants. And that is why we should really call those solar panels dirty green energy. 
But as bad or as surprising as that might be for some people, yeah, it gets worse. So as listeners might know, America is not supposed to import goods from that Xinjiang area in China. That's because Joe Biden signed into law something called the Uyghur Forced Labor Prevention Act. That was back in December of 2021. And that law is supposed to prevent any American company or person from ever buying certain products made in Xinjiang, including those incredibly dirty solar panels. But that law actually has not stopped us from buying those dirty solar panels. And that's because there's some trickery going on in Asia and in the Biden White House. So here's what we know. And let's start with this. I want you to imagine that you are a Chinese company selling these solar panels and this American Uyghur law gets passed. Well, you probably wouldn't be very happy. So you decide to get creative. Right? Maybe you move part of your manufacturing process to, say, Vietnam or Cambodia, Malaysia or Thailand, because those countries, they're relatively close and they're not sanctioned or tariffed. Or maybe this, maybe you ship the finished solar panels to one of those countries that I just named, and then you slap a fake label on them saying that, no, no, they were made there in those countries, not in Xinjiang. And by doing so, if you pay off enough people, you can get around the sanctions and the tariffs. Well, those concepts are not just something I made up. They're exactly what these Chinese solar panel companies are doing. And we know that because the U.S. Commerce Department launched an investigation into claims that this was happening. And they discovered that, yeah, it's true. They released a report on their, their findings back in December of 2022. But wait a minute. We are well beyond December of 2022. That's odd. Why aren't we stopping this? Well, there is one reason for that and one reason alone. It's Joe Biden. As NBC News said at best, quote, to boost solar, Biden looks the other way on potential Chinese trade violations, end quote. And here's how and why he's doing that. So Biden has ordered U.S. officials to waive tariffs on these solar panels coming from abroad for the next two years. And by doing that, it's going to allow these panels to come into America, irrespective of the fact that they are made by concentration camp victims in China. And he's doing that, at least according to the White House, because of the climate change emergency. And in his view, these concentration camp panels will be, quote, a bridge, end quote, until we can build out our own solar panel supply chain, and all the way from that polysilicon dough to the loaf or the ingot, to the final product, the, the panel or the module. Okay, so the idea is we're going to have a bridge for the next couple of years, letting these terrible solar panels until we can make it all ourselves. Well, is that true? Can we do it in the next two years? Can America possibly build out a supply chain while these tariffs are relaxed? The answer is no, not a chance. Industry analysts predict that it's going to take upwards of 20 years to build out an American-only supply chain, even with those plants that I mentioned earlier in places like Georgia, and even with that $369 billion in deficit spending from the Inflation Reduction Act. So that's the deal with the devil that Mr. Biden has made, because it is going to take years to build out our own panels and our own supply chain. And just to be very clear, by doing so, 
He's allowing panels into this country made by Chinese slaves in concentration camps all to stop climate change and all while calling it green energy. All right, my friends, let's take one more break. When we come back, more dirty facts to talk about, all centering on this. What happens to solar panels when they stop working? Well, as it turns out, most of those panels go straight to your local dump. And sometimes the toxic chemicals inside of them go straight into your drinking water. We'll be right back. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Ladies and gentlemen, I have something good to tell you about. It's called Wacker Coffee Company. Yeah, funny name, great coffee. Although, I should not say funny name. Tim Wacker is the guy who owns this incredible coffee company, and he is as great as his coffee. He is a former United States Marine, although never really a former, always United States Marine. Wonderful family man, and let me tell you, he's a guy with a passion for roasting coffee. In fact, his company's motto is this, we empower coffee beans to be the best version of themselves. Yeah, now that is a guy and a Marine who is serious about his coffee, and it is seriously good. Wacker Coffee Company has six different roasts to include a decaf option for all of you crazy people, which I got to tell you, all of these roasts are worth every penny. So go to wackercoffeeco.com. That is wackercoffeeco.com and enter promo code right report and you are going to get 10% off. Ladies and gentlemen, go to wacker, that is W-A-C-K-E-R coffeeco.com. Buy this stuff. It is so good. And buy it today. Welcome back to The Right Report, ladies and gentlemen. Let's talk about what happens when a solar panel dies. So let's start with this. Manufacturers of solar panels offer up a variety of warranties before they expect the panel will stop working. So those warranties range from, well, five years to 25 years at most. Although it really depends on their use and care and damage from things like hail. But at some point, these panels have to come down. Their energy lives will be over. So where do they go? Well, as of this moment, most get thrown away in your local dump or landfill. In fact, about 90% get tossed into the trash. And when they do, over time, these panels will leak toxic chemicals. Because unlike, say, an actual loaf of bread in our analogy that we used earlier, all right, the polysilicon and other parts of the solar panel, well, they involve things like lead and selenium and cadmium, silver too. The question then is whether those panels filled with all that toxic stuff, are they in a dump or a landfill that is properly sealed both now and forever? Because if not, those chemicals will eventually soak into the groundwater, water that we will eventually put on, say, our crops or our lawns or in our bodies when we drink it. In fact, the LA Times ran an expose on this issue back in July of 2022, all because the Golden State has been a leader in installing solar panels for over 20 years now, 
And quite incredibly, they failed to think about this issue, about dead solar panels, at least until recently. Unfortunately, though, there's no quick fix. And here's why. According to a study by the National Renewable Energy Laboratory, it costs upwards of $30 a panel to recycle that product. But it costs only $1 to $2 per panel to send it to a landfill. And even if you do recycle it, all of the stuff that you collect, maybe sell, well, you're only going to get 2 to $4 back per panel. So the point, my friends, is that the economics of recycling solar panels, it's just not there absent some sort of major tax or regulation by government saying that you have to. Although, I should say that there are some recycling companies out there doing this work, but here's how they're making the numbers work. According to the LA Times, they claim, of course, that they recycle the panels, but they're actually just trucking them to Arizona and dumping most of them in landfills. Oh, that's how they make it work. Although, I should still be fair, some of the panels do get recycled. And there are a few companies out there claiming to make some progress on the economics of this situation. But so far, not at scale. And not fast enough to prevent a looming crisis of, ultimately, poisoned groundwater from these solar panel chemicals that well eventually leach into the ground. And that is a pretty remarkable thing to think about, isn't it? With something that is supposed to be green and clean and renewable but that's been the theme of the day hasn't it right these solar panels are pretty dirty from the very moment they're born in china until they end up on your roof or an area solar farm or of course now in the dump which might lead some of us to say is there anything positive or good about these solar panels well that is a certainly good and fair question So for folks who live off-grid, you all very much rely on solar panels, and that makes a ton of sense. For farmers and ranchers, you all often use solar panels to power pumps to keep your animals watered in very isolated pastures, and that's a good thing. Finally, there's a lot of research underway to fix the dirtier elements of this problem or series of problems that we have with solar panels, and we're going to cover that in much greater detail Next week, in fact, during an episode where we look at the future of this dirty industry at all the innovations that might make the way that we look at it change a little bit because it's going to be less dirty. But for now, we are focused on this inconvenient truth, ladies and gentlemen. Solar panels as made today, they are not green. They are not clean. And they are not renewable. They are, ladies and gentlemen, very, very dirty. And that, folks, ends the presentation of Facts and Data this morning with part one of our series on dirty green energy. Let me now pivot briefly to my analysis and opinion. I'll simply ask you this, folks. How surprised are you by how dirty these green solar panels actually are? And were you aware that your government is allowing in solar panels that are made by concentration camp victims? And did you have any idea that solar panels leak toxic chemicals when they're damaged, poisoning the groundwater? Because I'm going to guess that most of us didn't. In fact, I bet that most Americans would be shocked to learn this information. In fact, here's how I know that is almost certainly true. 
Pew Research Center conducted a poll not too long ago that found that 84% of Americans support more solar farms in this country, with 93% of Democrats in support and 73% of Republicans. And how can you blame them? Because these panels are sold as green and clean and renewable. In fact, just do me this favor. Go to your uh, internet search browser and type in solar panels and green energy. And I want you to read through as many headlines as you can. And as you do, you'll notice a pattern. You are reading an endless stream of articles and watching videos that insist that solar panels are green and clean and renewable. But that's just not true. Instead, green, clean, and renewable, those are words of a marketing executive or a branding campaign or the expression of a personal value or opinion. But it's not truth because, as you now know, solar panels are dirty in ways that are similar to and different from oil, natural gas, and coal. And that's actually the point of this entire series, my friends, to, to explore and be honest about the dirty underbelly of this supposedly clean industry. And we are going to keep doing that for the rest of this week as we discuss wind, and batteries, and the mining involved in this industry, and the dirty nature of electric vehicles, too. We will also discuss the fundamental flaw of solar and wind energy, and that is this. Sometimes, of course, the sun doesn't always shine, nor does the wind always blow. And as we will see, that has profound implications for running a modern society, from your family's needs to the, the hard work being done at America's factories and farms. So there is so much more to come as this week goes by, as we put this dirty green revolution to the test, just like we do with traditional energy like oil and gas. Tomorrow, we dive into wind energy, talking about the dirty side of things, to include this next interesting fact. The U.S. government will not tell you about how many bald eagles are killed each year by wind blades. And they say... It's because the numbers are sensitive law enforcement information. In other words, classified for some reason. So we'll talk about that and so much more. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we conclude your morning brief. As a quick reminder, if you want the transcripts and sourcing for today's reports, all you got to do is become a paid subscriber just go to writereport.substack.com. You pick the level of support that is best for you. And boy, you'll enjoy a whole bunch of stuff, ad-free podcasts, transcripts, and the ability to email with me if you'd like. Nevertheless, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for your time today. And thanks for considering to subscribe. Sure means a lot. And with that, I will see you tomorrow, God willing. Until then, I leave you with the creed of every good spy and every wise American. There are the words from the Gospel of John, chapter 8, verse 32. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Good day. need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. 
Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.